Suzanne Bowling, good morning and welcome on VH Berries. Hello, good morning. Thank you for having me. So how are the waves in Virginia Beach right now? Uh, they're probably pretty lame. You know, it's pretty cold outside. There might be some surfers out there, you know, with their wetsuits on, but I'm going to steer clear of that until come July when I can actually go swimming. I have to start uh, this episode uh, by uh, telling that I really admire your reading skills because you are reading like four books per minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have read uh, so many books in the past year. I set my goal for 2021 to read 100. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that because I think it's equated to like three books or a book every three days. But yeah, I love to read. I've always love to read and you know it's something I really refound my passion for this year so thank you though it's it's a uh, takes up a lot of my time I don't watch too much tv anymore <laughs> so basically Suzanne you are mostly reading uh fictions uh stories like uh shredders or uh fantasy yes I love I love all genres but right now I'm really into fiction I I love fantasy series. Um, I love thrillers. I love just kind of everyday fiction. Right now, I'm actually reading The Song of Achilles, which is kind of a Greek contemporary story. So I just kind of dip my toes into anything and everything. If it's a good book, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to read it. So, but yeah, I love fiction. It's like an escape into a, a new world. Which is interesting because, you know, some books, They are adapted into movies or yes. um, theater. Um, and the link is that you are an actress and you are um, a comedy, uh, comedian, sorry, comedian. That's a, <laughs> uh, yes. So I would love to be in a movie or to a book to movie adaptation. I know a lot of them struggle to be as good as the books, but I feel like if you just take it as it is and don't compare it to the book as much, it's okay. But I have like a dream of being in a fantasy series in a movie or really anything. And a lot of stories anyway in TV and film are always based on books, especially now. I feel like We're really adapting a lot into into uh, movies. I know Reese Witherspoon's production company is just taking a ton of books to uh, to screen right now. So it's really cool, and it kind of mixes my my two favorite things into into one. So Suzanne Bowling, um, you grew up in um, a town called Buffalo in the New York uh, State. Can yes. you uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, your career, how it started? I didn't when I was growing up in Buffalo. I started in uh, theater and I did my first play when I was in kindergarten. And I literally was just a star. I wore a black shirt like this and had a star on my on my shirt. And I thought it was the greatest thing of all time. And I was like, I'm never going to stop doing this. So I tried out for all of the plays. And then, you know, going into middle school, I kind of moved around a bit as well. And so I think theater and, and joining the plays and theater and stuff like that was always a constant for me, you know, no matter where I lived. And so, yeah, everywhere I did, I did the shows and then high school came around and that's when I kind of started kicking into high gear. And And it was, I don't know, every day I went to rehearsal and it was just the best part of my day. And yeah, acting is always what I've wanted to pursue. I, I think about it every day and I've never, ever thought about doing anything else. I used to beg my mom to move me to Hollywood so I could be a child star. She wouldn't do that, but I'm kind of grateful because um, I'm really 
happy I went to school for it. And I ended up just auditioning for schools. I NYU was my dream school. And I really, I truly, I never thought I would get in. And so I just kind of auditioned and that was the audition I was honestly least stressed about because I didn't put as much pressure on myself and I ended up getting in and it was just the craziest day. So um, being there, you know, and being introduced to so much film and, and theater and really mixing both of the worlds together. I just, I've, I've always loved both and I've always wanted to pursue both and Obviously, theater is unfortunately not really happening right now, but, you know, when it is back up, I, I would just, I would love to do it all. I really have never had preferences in, in acting. I just think it's, you know, everything, it's all acting, so it's it's great. And, yeah, right now I'm just, you know, sending in self-tapes, doing what I can from home, and, you know, the industry is kind of crazy, but still, I, I that's it's what I'm going to do, and and... I'm excited, excited for what's ahead. When you applied to the uh, New York Tisch of Arts, mm -hmm. so you went through uh, an audition. Uh, I would love to know more about this process. So are you um, going uh, in front of a jury? What What is happening? So every school has a different audition process. NYU's was... So you have to submit your school materials first. And you. I think you have to get into the actual school but don't quote me on that i'm not 100 sure so i submitted my transcripts and i submitted all my school stuff and i'm not I, i was not a straight a student so i was not really expecting to get in because it's a hard school academically to get into and then you pick a date to go to the school and audition in person i think if you can't go in person you can do it online but i was able to drive up So I drove up and um, they had a little meeting in in the Tisch Lounge with everyone. And then we all went up together and did a warm up with one of the auditioners. So it was a group warm up. And I thought that was if if you ever audition, whoever's out there for Tisch, I think really take advantage of of the group warm up and, you know, working with other people and and interacting with the people in the audition room and just kind of you know, having fun. And then they split us up into smaller groups and each small group actually had a different auditioner. And it's only one person in the room, which I was so relieved about because I did not want to audition in front of like five people. That would just be so intimidating. So it was one woman. I was lucky enough to get the woman who led the warmups and We do, you do two contrasting monologues. So I did a classical and a contemporary. And then you just do your audition. And then at the end, you have an interview with her or him or they. And, or, so you really just talk about everything. Like sh we didn't really even talk about acting too much. I think they really just want to get to know you on a personal level. And I think that's what people kind of forget is, you know, you're still a human outside of acting in school. And so she asked me a lot of questions about hobbies, you know, things I'm interested in and like my personal self. And so I think really taking advantage of that interview is important as well. And so, yeah. And then you just wait, you just wait to hear on whether or not you got in. So I left and I was like, all right, well, that's it. I, I did what I could, but yeah, it was, it was honestly a very good experience for me personally. So you mean that 
um, the most important part of the selection process is um, the human contact, you know, when the, for mm -hmm. example, the jury uh, feels something and, and they think that, okay, this student, this person has an am amazing potential. Yeah, I think, you know, it's more because they take everyone, you know, from incredible actors to just starting out actors. And so they really just want to see you do your best and put yourself out there and, and be vulnerable. And, you know, like you said, human connection, that's, that's what acting is. That's literally the basis of it. And so if you're allowing your real self to come through and you're going to these auditions and just being yourself, that's what they need. You know, they don't need to, like, they've already seen your grades. They've already seen your recommendations. Like what they need now is you. And, um, you know, doing the best that you can do. You're, you might mess up and that's, that's okay. I messed up a little bit in mine and, and I still got in. It's just about, you know, you don't have to be perfect. You just, you just have to do your best. And I know that sounds really cliche, but like, it's really true. That's what I tell everyone who asks me about auditioning is I'm just like, please just Be yourself and don't worry so much because they're really, they're going to see it. So then you got a celebration for getting in. Yes. And how would you define all your year that you spend um, learning about acting, about theater, which was your major? Those four years, I don't even, I can't even like really put into words. I honestly wasn't sure about going to college before I found out about NYU just because acting, you know, you don't necessarily need to go to school, but Just in the first semester there, I studied first at the Strasbourg um, Institute within NYU. And within the first semester, I learned so much about acting, about the history of acting, about working with other people, about like, I, there was just so much I learned in those four years that I'm so grateful I got to go there. And I'm so grateful I went to school because, you know, It's, it's more than just playing a character. You know, there's so much about acting that's so, so wonderful and, and nuanced. And yeah, I would just say it's really hard and it's really emotionally draining and mentally draining and physically exhausting. And I don't think that's really spoken about enough is how hard acting is. I think people think you just go in and like play theater games and you don't. And it, it was, the hardest thing I've ever done and the most rewarding. And I'm, I'm really proud of myself for doing it and finishing. And, you know, it just inspired me to want to keep learning about acting and keep going to classes after I graduate and just practicing my craft and, you know, meeting new teachers and learning from other actors, you know, you, there's, there's never nothing to learn. So Yeah, it was, uh, it was a crazy four years, but I'm, I'm really grateful that I went because I just, I learned so much. Concerning, um, the organization, you know, on the campus of the university, mm -hmm. I'm very curious about it because, for example, um, um, Suzanne Bowling as a, an actress, a student, Do mm -hmm. you, for example, like <laughs> in the building, uh, meet with, for example, someone who studies physics or st someone who studies sports? Do you meet each other or every field is separated in a unique building? 
That's a good question. So all of the acting studios are actually, well, most of them are separate from the campus at all. So a lot of the, three days out of the week, you're not even on campus. You're just going to the acting studio, which could be in Midtown. It could be uh, in Union Square. It could be somewhere completely separate from the campus. And then the other two days that you have academic classes, you're on the campus. So my academic classes, I think for theater, I don't know, again, don't quote me. You have to take uh, eight <laughs> credits of, of uh, social sciences and eight credits of humanities classes. And then we had theater studies classes and theater production classes. Those were mostly all, you know, design, tish, tish people. And then my humanities and social sciences, yeah, they were all different types of majors. I mean, I've really everything. So that was really cool. I, I did feel personally that I got the best of both worlds uh, because I wasn't, you know, in, in surrounded by Tish all the time, you know, which can kind of become a little bubble. And so I felt grateful that I was able to make friends outside of that as well. And, you know, I was also in a sorority, which was made up of of hundreds of different women with all different majors. And that was really great. And yeah, it was, it's, it's interesting. It's not your typical college experience, but I will say Washington Square Park does give you a bit of a sense of a college campus. And, you know, when you're on campus, you are able to meet people from all the different schools at NYU. So it was great. And, you know, you do have to kind of go out of your way to make friends other than actors, but that's okay, you know, and, and, you know, there's reputations of all the schools, but everyone's just there to, you know, go to college and learn. But yeah, it's not traditional at all. <laughs> Suzanne Bowling, after graduating at the New York Tisch of Arts, you came back uh, to Virginia to prepare a plan to come back stronger than ever before. <laughs> <sighs> yes. So COVID happened, obviously. It happened in my last semester. So we were sent home. Well, we were not allowed to be at, at school at, in March. So I came home, you know, planned to finish the semester. And then I kind of expected, you know, the world to go back to normal in the summer, but it didn't. So I stayed home. And then um, my living situation got changed in the beginning of this fall. So I ended up, you know, sitting down and being like, all right, I'm just going to stay in Virginia Beach a little longer. I'm going to save up money. I'm going to work a part-time job and hopefully come summer 2020, hopefully the world is a bit more normal. You know, the vaccine is coming. Thank God. So, you know, I just, I'm, I'm here and I'm going to do what I can while I'm home and, and, you know, it's not ideal, but also, you know, not all actors are able to go, you know, live in New York or live in L.A. And so I think it's important to also bring awareness like what you can do from, you know, where you live. And and uh, luckily, Richmond's not too far away. So things shoot there. But, yeah, I think creating your own work right now and, and doing what you can in in your own craft is super important because when things do start, you know, going as they, as they have been, you know, you want to come back as your best self. You don't want to come out of all of this and you, you know, feel less than or, or feel like you kind of just neglected everything that you learned. And so graduating from home sucked, but you know, it is what it is. And I'm in a very fortunate position compared to most people through this whole pandemic. So, you know, I'm just lucky to have a roof over my head. And so, yeah, I can just, 
you know, save up and hopefully return, you know, back soon. But yes, we're coming back stronger than ever and doing what we can with what we have. <laughs> What's fascinating about uh, your situation is that your last uh, semester was like a few months ago now. Um, yep. What are your post-college expectations? Post-college expectation for me, pre-COVID, was stay in New York, get an agent, and just audition, audition, audition. And it's hard because in this industry, it's you. I've just learned to not have expectations because they just a change, b you're disappointed, or c a pandemic occurs. So I have just now shifted my expectations to focusing on what I can control, what I can do in this post-grad life to achieve my goals and to get to where I want to be. And I think, you know, obviously I would, I would love to get an agent. And I also think that getting an agent is really hard as well. I don't know if that's even spoken about enough, but you know, you don't just like walk into someone's office and you're like, okay, you're my agent now. You know, it's, it's also a whole nother audition process. So trying to find an agent, you know, to then try to find work and, and, you know, really focusing on that. But right now I, I really just want to focus on, you know, building my own, my own self and my own craft and making sure everything I need to have in order to excel when I do, when things do return to normal is the best that they can be. So those are my expectations right now is just taking it day by day and, and doing the best I can. So right now you're working at a grocery store called Target, which is very interesting because yes. Target, the logo of Target is a Target. So it reminds you to stay very focused. That is a great perspective to have, Victor. And I've never thought about that. But you know what? I'm going to take that to work every day with me now. That's very true. Hmm. Yeah, Target is, um, you know, it's a job and... It, you know, I'm again, I'm lucky to have a job right now. So, you know, mostly every actor has a part-time job and this is mine right now. You know, who knows if I'll be, if I'll be bussing tables in, in six months or I'll be on a red carpet. <laughs> I don't know, but yes, target bullseye is my, is my focus to get to where I need to go. So right now at target, you are wearing every day, like a red, uh, uh, suit, you know? Yep. I, uh, for my store, at least we can wear red. We have to wear a red shirt with either black or blue jeans or khakis. I don't have any khakis. So I just wear, uh, blue jeans, but yes, my red shirt wardrobe has expanded and, um, you know, not the cutest outfit, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is and it's comfortable. So that's, it's fine with me. Thank you so much, Suzanne Bowling. I'm wishing you the greatest luck for the month and the years to come. And thank you for your time and your energy. Thank you so much. This was, this was a great experience and I'm very grateful that you had me on it. <laughs>